0: Welcome back, y'all, to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short-form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. We have quite the article to present today, but I really want to start saying that if Congress ever Wanted to stop pop-up ads on the internet. I would really appreciate that. Like it's so weird how you go to look at one thing and you get like all these pop-up ads. They want to take your cookies. They want to harvest your data and they want to sell it. It gets old. I th- I say we we need to put together some legislation to stop that. But on top of this podcast for the hour, um, once again, guys, we have another wholesome UFO podcast and i really want to present to you what the pentagon has come out and said so going back to march 9th the pentagon ufo chief said alien mothership in our solar system so within this episode what are we going to do is define what this article says what is the protocol if aliens come to earth do they even have protocol who's working on it i sat through a whole hour-long presentation and i got some nuggets from it, and I will be giving it to you within this podcast so you mentally can prepare for what happens when aliens come to Earth. Is it a matter of question of when or if? Are we really presenting that? You know, as we we transition within a society to go with AI technology, there's a lot of different equations happening where we as humans have to really determine our place within the universe. How do we sit? Are we alone? And the question is potentially no and is it something where we have to start mentally preparing ourselves to understand that if there are other societies other alien terrestrials whatever what's it like out there well the pentagon and the ufo is coming out with a potential article that indicates there is a mothership within our solar system okay yes the pentagon so I've talked about it before on here, which is AERO. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Arrow. It was stood up in July of 2022. And give me one checker. And Arrow stands for All Domain Autonomous Resource Office. So this was established for the DOD related to the DIA, which is the Department of Intelligence, which is... Almost like a subsidiary or an offshoot of the DOD created just to monitor intelligence. Within the intelligence breakdown, there's 17 different agencies that all provide different information with different needs. Um, The CIA might draw a little bit more policy, helping the White House determine what need to do. The DOD created the DIA a while ago, and as a result of it, they have Arrow. Arrow was really created to kind of consolidate all of the information within the government, put it in one office and determine what's happening with UFOs. As a result of the tic-tac um, UFOs happening with the Navy and so on and so forth, they created Arrow as a way to consolidate it, aggregate the data, and define different situations. And it's an offshoot of both the military branch and the intelligence community. So with that being said, it gives you an idea of who they are in their credentials. Well, this really big AI um, intelligence organization is coming out in putting together an article that was released last Thursday that says Pentagon UFOs say that there's a mothership within the solar system, possibly. We get this possibly. Now, within the intelligence writingscape, what you guys have to understand is whenever you're delivering memos to identify different intelligence sources, um, there's these transition words like possibly, and we heard possibly a lot, I feel like, in ancient aliens where they would take us down these crazy rabbit holes Of society and they would pivot it based on one word such as possibly so why are they using the word possibly they're using possibly to determine it so that doesn't start scaring and freaking people out because if there was a legit headline that said yes there is a mothership within the galaxy what do we need to do well a lot of military publications are presenting this so we have to understand like the military times the Navy times there's a lot of these little publications that really focus on what's going on within the within the DoD and the government. So whenever we look at mothership, um, you know, obviously all of us know this, and or the majority, you know, I'm a mother pod. So this is what it's saying: there is a possibility that an extraterrestrial mothership has smaller probes, maybe visiting planets within our solar system. The head of the Pentagon, Arrow, noted in a report draft, this. Tuesday. An aerial instellar object could be, potentially be partner craft that has released many small probes during its close passings to Earth in operational um, construction not to dismay from NASA's mission. Sean Kirkpatrick, director of Aero, wrote in a report co-authored by um, the chairman Abraham Libo of the Astronomical Department. So whenever we look at this report, it's identified and it's really going into multiple things. And it's really important to understand that it's it's under draft, so meaning it hasn't been qualified. So we're poured in it? So this is the intro. In 2005, U.S. conja and NASA found that 90% of near-Earth objects, Nino, are larger than 140% meter. So within this, where is the draft of the mothership? So the terminology they use a lot within the government is actually UTAP, which is unexplained objects. So I'm going to give you the exact um, locations of mothership within it. So mothership shows up four times within this document. And it's about, I would say about seven pages. So it's not like mothership, mothership, mothership. I mean, nothing is probably as frustrating as listening to a dyslexic person read, but you know what? If you guys have showed up here, you have listened to them before. Consequence that the Mothership Pro scenario is more viable in addition using water as the basic of fuel would also require cold temperatures between hot and cold. So this gives an additional significance of characteristics that planets being inherited From a distance as they transfer in stars from their direct impact. Once an Earth like planet is targeted in interstellar devices and plugs into the atmosphere, principles, multi devices to be released from the mothership passing near Earth would provide cross twice the distance of the Sun Milky Way. So within this article, so within it, once again, this is more of an academic paper. I wouldn't call this like a form of intelligence. It's really just prompting the DoD what could potentially happen. So under consequences, has become more likely that either such as interstellar probes are a result of undermining arriving planetary systems, a technology society must clo- close to us in the center of Milky Way or an alternative um, scheme like the, Mil- the Mothership provides systems in use to determine statistic analysis. This shows that abundance of probes and distance differ in cases of objects being targeted towards galaxy significant inhabitants, zone of contacting planets will detect it. So, and they're using one AU, which is one astronomical unit, which is 93 million miles, because how a lot of scientists monitor space is a reflection of that. So, whenever you see 0.2 AU, it's a reflection of 93 million miles, because how we do space whenever we're mon- monitoring the galaxy is a result of Earth to the Sun, which don't ask me why. So whenever you look at this, it's really providing some information on why there could be a mothership within our galaxy. So what they're saying is there could be a concept in which is going on that the mothership would be probing, looking at different planets to determine resources for intercontinental travel. Um, And with that being said, because it's under review draft, it's almost like a publication. So I'll just read you guys the conclusion. Um, Bear with me. The concept of this paper is it appeared to use limits of objects of UTAPs, which bound in hyper explanations and support limitations of imperial data. For example, for the most common set of data within the military holding closest from forward looking um, fractured paws, the census provide an accurate resource in man- imagining of relative theme measures from across the this, this, this scheme. So, with this, I was also saying that potentially the UFOs we see are probes. So, whenever probes are coming to Earth, maybe they're coming to monitor, to determine if there's water inhabitants, and that the mothership, in, in fact, is holding the probes. So, this could be an exclam- this honestly could be our first real um, understanding of what these, these, these things could be coming to Earth. So this is really, really interesting because if it is probes, what this report is kind of trying to indicate is they're aggregating all the data to determine if there is a mothership within our galaxy. They are looking at different planets to determine resources that they might need, such as water. Water can be breaking down hydration, things like that. And it's 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 a it's a um universal rule. Like water represents life anywhere you go. Like that that's that's period. You can't argue any other way. So, if this article is saying that, what's it's like really saying is the majority of things we see are probes from other ships, not UFOs. So what does that mean? I mean, there's a potential theory that Earth in itself could be some type of energy fueling station for UFOs. So if UFOs are coming to Earth or they're passing by, they're kind of stopping at it. Potentially, like we would stop at a gas station in order to fill up, gain supplies, and go on to the next location. If you have intercontinental or intercontinental, if you have intergalaxy travel, it could be a potential resource or a reason why, because life sustains life, and that is that is period. You build those are the building blocks. So, what's really interesting about this is we have the next conversation of how would we really what would we do if aliens did come to space like I re- or aliens come to Earth, I really want you guys to also to picture what you would do and how you would go through that process because there is a little bit of men- mental preparedness that might need to go into effect. If the the DOD or the DIA, which is an intelligence organization of Arrow, is indicating that probes are coming to Earth to get information about resources, what does that mean? And that goes back to H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds concept that they were coming here to get water and do things like that from a fear standpoint. Um, Could we have that conversation? Well, I listened to about 15 minutes of a whole hour panel, and it was really difficult. But what they were really indicating is there's not a whole lot of principles or concepts or theories or anything set in place if you were trying to communicate with aliens coming to Earth. So what would we do? Well, one of the individuals talked about how we communicate with dolphins, and that's where I was like, okay, so these are the the top tier educated people, and we'd really have to have a lot of creative people put together in order to determine what the conversation would be, or are we just gonna communicate? Um, Another interesting theory is body types. So gravity is a really important um, rule of law throughout the galaxies, and gravity is gonna be different on different planets. And as a result of this, um, how a planet uses gravity have to do with the evolution of humans. So what a lot of people think too if aliens came to earth maybe they might have or this ability to have higher telekinesis thinking like that in order to conversate with you mentally but their body types wouldn't be prepared for the gravity. So in a lot of ways our body types would be um, inferior because we've been built for this gravitational system. So if we saw them, they might have low muscle mass because they have been in outer space as a result of zero gravity. This zero gravity happens when astronauts are actually um, orbiting Earth. Their their muscle composition is lost because they don't have that band of resistance and they can't create muscle. So potentially aliens or UFO species may not have the same type of muscles in order to um, communicate with us, which is a thought to think about if you came face to face, maybe they would have some type of um, ship or they'd have some type of, of necessary equipment put in place. But what's really interesting that if there is these probes coming to Earth and they are going to a mothership, the real question is what is on the mothership? I listened to this alien, um, this story of a gentleman who was abducted by aliens, and it was really, really interesting because there was – these gray-like figures, but within the ship, there was an autonomous operating arm that did surgery on him, and he went through hypnosis, and it's all all um, within a book, but was so crazy about it is as he was going through this abduction, I've never heard this before, um, the, he didn't feel anything within his body, and that's because his consciousness was taken and put in a device to hold it. So in order to do tests and understand what's going on in the body. Now, that really tripped me out. And obviously, it's a story, and I'm not saying it's true. I just think if we are going to start mentally preparing ourselves for UFOs, we have to start talking about these situations and these phenomena because the DOD, the Department of Defense, is using your tax dollars to understand how UFOs work. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.